Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of the Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to the Are You Listening podcast, where two friends sit down, talk about music for a little while. My name is Scott. I'm here with my good friend, Brand. Brand, how are you today? I'm good. It's draft week, Scott. That's always yeah. it's always a good week. Draft week's always a good week. It is always good. It means I I can basically choose the amount I want to listen to these records, <laughs> right? <laughs> rather than listen, and I get to listen to more than one record, which yeah appeals to me greatly. I struggle with listening to one record sometimes. Yeah, and this week we're we're tackling a band with a vast discography, biggest so far, the biggest draft we've done so far. Yeah, I think I forgot about how big their discography was. I think I knew. But it wasn't, and I guess there's a little bit of a a rub on it because it might be the most records, but they're all about the same length. And yeah, yeah, and it's the most records, but the shortest amount of time. Yeah, it it would realistically be like seven. We it was probably been we wouldn't be able to draft. It could be because if if basically all of them are a half record, you yeah. only got seven seven and a half records roughly. We can't yeah. draft seven records, Scott. No, but they're split up into fifteen. Yeah, we got 15 right. Maybe that's so what we could do. We're golden. maybe maybe on the groups that have less than minimum for us is usually eight. We can uh I'll take the first half of this Based, record. I'll take a side. I'll take uh, the B side of right. this record. That would be interesting though, because then you would have to really decide on that what side of the record really, you would want. That'd be really rough. What's a band that we wanted to draft but didn't have enough records? Oh, I can't remember, man. There was one recently we just talked about that off the top of my head. I can't remember now because that not only does that go deeper into the record and deeper yeah. into how we feel about the record, but I feel like it's also it would take some serious strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Because like because do you choose the B part, the B side or A side, whichever is the inferior side to you of mm-hmm. a record that you chose the other side to or go with and. and or, or pick the best side of another record and miss out on that record completely. Right. I like this idea, but it may be too convoluted. It would be way too much. Like <laughs> I wouldn't be able to wrap my head around it for more than like two episodes. All right. Let me. Let like, me this keep, is way too much work. Let me keep this in the chamber. Let me keep this percolating. And I'm going to work on this because I love how complicated this sounds. <laughs> yeah. Like somehow we just turned a draft into a, a full D&D campaign. I yeah, I love it. 
yeah, let me keep, let me keep this in the chamber. Let me think about sure. it. If we can think of that, whatever band we were just talking about, I think we could do. That would this. be interesting. I think it's going to really have to be a band that we both really love, though. With only five records. Yeah. Let's continue with this episode. Right. Let me keep this in the in the head. For this episode, we have 15 records to pick from because we are drafting the No Effects discography today. So before we get into the draft portion, let me get into the notes portion. For those of you who might not know who No Effects are, No Effects is an American punk rock band that formed in Los Angeles in 1983. That's a long, 83. That's a long time ago. That is 40 years ago. Scott, that's pre-Deftones. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that is that is so long ago. Man. That yeah. wasn't that wasn't a shot at your age there. Yeah. That's not what that was. <laughs> that was not a shot at your age. That's a shot at that's a more of a like being a band that long. Yeah, it's wild. I'm thinking about how much music has changed in those 40 and like in 40 just years. Even yeah. listening to the records though, like listening to their discography. And yes, formed in 83, first album didn't come out in 83. No, it came out in 88. Yeah, but from 88 to, you know, current day. Yeah, they just came out with double album, like, this last year, year right? Was yeah, it 22? So and 22? the fact that <laughs> it's it's weird listening through the discography, you you can hear those those years passing, but you also don't hear those years passing. Right. It's weird. Yeah, it's they weird. are really, they are really weird. Uh, since 1991, the band has consisted of the same four members. We have Fat Mike on lead vocals and bass, Eric Melvin on rhythm guitar and backing vocals, Eric Sandin on drums, and El Hefe on lead guitar, trumpet, trombone, and backing vocals. So up until 91, they had a different uh, lead guitarist, but El Hefe came in and has been part of the band since 91. It's still a long time. Yeah, the same members of the band. Right? Yeah, it's crazy. No Effects's mainstream success coincided with increased interest in punk rock during the 1990s, though unlike many of their contemporaries, they have never been signed to a major label. Which I think was a choice, right? It, it was definitely a choice. They stayed with yeah. Epitaph for like the longest time and then uh, well-documented Fat Mike started Fat Records. Mm-hmm. And has been in charge and running that for for a long time, yeah. And then No Effects has been putting out their records on on uh, on Fat Records for a while. Yeah, they they a hundred percent made the conscious decision that we're not gonna do anything mainstream, basically. Yeah, not ever. <laughs> no, like we we Nothing. will be No Effects forever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're gonna. They're, I mean, they're uh, called it quits, but are they? Is it really like the end of No Effects? No, they're still No Effects. I don't know. I, this is their final tour. I know, but what I'm saying is, yeah, they're not going to put another record out, and it's going to sound like a, a radio pop album. Oh yeah, no, like that's what I mean. Like there's still no effects through their entire career. Like I don't know if it's been decided that they're going to continue doing music, like putting music out. Okay. Uh, I know that yeah, it was discussed, or Fat Mike said that this is their last tour and everything, but I don't know that it's done he because i saw another interview where he, he was talking about how no effects is just over yeah and he's focusing on other projects now so i don't know what quote unquote over means and also no effects or not if you get an offer for an album with some money make it out 
Like, like you're you're gonna make an album. If you guys feel in the in the realm that you're gonna make a, make an album, they're gonna do it. It's not gonna be like, oh, we have this great album, but eh, you know, we're not gonna put it yeah. out. If they believe in the album and they're get, gonna make some money off the album, they're gonna do the album. Yeah, Mike <laughs> has always said though that he doesn't care about money, but yeah, oh yeah, it's it's he's been very very vocal about it. Yeah. Also, speaking of no effects tours, have you seen No Effects Live? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a weird energy. It was like two or three times I've seen him, I think. I, I think I've seen him twice, and it, it feels weird to be belittled by, <laughs> yeah. by the band on stage. Like, all yeah. they do is talk shit on where they're at yep. and talk shit on the people there. Yep. And it's it's become a gimmick of sorts. Yeah. But it still feels interesting. It doesn't feel how I expect to feel most It's times. never a, thanks for coming out and supporting the band. No, it's a, this place sucks. What the sucks. fuck are you doing? Yeah. This place sucks. You guys suck. Listen to these fucking songs. Yeah. I, the last the last time I saw them was at Warp Tour. I can't remember the year, but mm. they came out and the first thing he said is, we're not playing any songs you guys know. <laughs> I love it. And they played all these wild B-sides that I, at that time, hadn't heard any of them. Like yeah. maybe, maybe one, maybe. Yeah. But I, yeah, any of the hits? No. And and no. between songs, he's like, you guys think we're kidding. This is the bit, the whole, this song, is it. whole time. Like, we're doing this. Fuck you guys. You don't deserve our A songs. Wow. And it's like, oh, cool. This is this is awesome. This is what <laughs> I wanted to be here for. It's like, like is, is the, the story for me worth not hearing the songs that I like the band for? It's a right. weird, a weird thing. To, but then it's like, oh, that is the band. That's who they are. That's, yeah. I fight with that all the time. I I'm, really do. Yeah. It's a weird vibe. I like it more in a warp tour sense than if you would pay to For see sure. no effects. Like that, yeah. I, I think that might be it. I was gonna like, say maybe that was why though. Because it was warp tour and you're not necessarily there for no effects. Yeah. Or you're not there for no effects alone. Like there's other bands you're gonna see. Yeah, there's 30 other bands there. The bit does kind of make a little more sense and is a little funnier. Yeah, I think it's funny. But like if I pay for a local venue and you know, local, whatever, I just mean like a a bar Maybe, if they're yeah. playing, a, playing a bar or a small theater and i go and they do that and like hold on guys that's a different that's a different situation yeah like i was here to see you play the songs that i want you to play yeah and you told me to fuck off <laughs> <laughs> no effects has released 15 studio albums 16 eps a number of seven inch singles and three live albums the band rose to popularity and has sold over 8 million records worldwide, making them one of the most successful independent bands. Sounds like, what, isn't that, isn't that how many Smash sold? Smash sold more than that, <laughs> that alone. <laughs> Critics have labeled No Effects style as primarily punk rock, melodic hardcore, skate punk, <laughs> ska punk, and pop punk. Yeah, I don't, I don't know no, about melodic hardcore. I don't have any melodic hardcore. I listen to 15 records. I have no melodic. I, I don't I don't have a, I yeah. couldn't pinpoint you one track where I'm like, yeah, that's definitely melodic hardcore. No, not at all. No, I got a, the rest of them. I, I can. Yeah, the rest of them I get. Yeah, the rest of them. I also will put them in there. Sometimes I think I underestimate how pop punky they are. It's weird. Like in my head, because Sometimes, yeah, because they never went mainstream, because they never did the the, the simple plans, the Blink One Eight Twos, that whole thing. Right. Yeah. When I think of No Effects, I think punk, but that's more about their attitude towards the mainstream. Because when you listen to the music, there is some stuff that's so poppy, it's unreal. Oh yeah, yeah. They they know how to put a pop angle on some of this punkier stuff and lyrical content yeah uh some of the band's songs focus on 
or reference topics such as left-wing politics and anarchy, society, racism, xenophobia, sexism, sexuality, misogyny, homophobia and homosexuality, class inequalities, the use of drugs and alcohol, the media and popular culture, religion, and schadenfreude, often represented in a humorous manner. It's a hundred, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they definitely touch all those topics. And more. And, and try to make it funny. And usually with a, at least an attempt at humor. Yeah. And most of the time they succeed, I will say. I was going to say, sometimes they fall a bit There's flat. a couple misses. There's, there's a couple a misses few, in there. There's a few, yeah, hard misses <laughs> yeah. over the last week of me listening to 15 albums. It's, it's funny because when we do these drafts, I, I don't know if you usually do it, but put albums in tiers. Of which ones you obviously like the best, ones that are mediocre, and then ones that you don't like. I, I do not do that for when we draft. Okay. I, I, I hold each record alone to itself. And like, because then if I would do tiers, then I would start comparing that record to only the records in that tier. And it, it sure. would it would be boxed in for me. Like I wouldn't be able like I could re-listen to one that I had previously put in a second tier yeah. and it could blow my mind, but I'd be like, oh it can't be. It can't be any better than it's any still of second tier. Right. Yeah. So I ha- I can't do that. I need to I've, keep it open. I've never done it before. Yeah. But listening to these, there are definite ones that I was like, oh no, this this is this one's not it. There is a couple that I listened to and immediately was like, okay. Don't don't need to revisit that one. Yeah, I took some off the playlist. <laughs> I took some off the playlist real quick. But that's all the notes I have. Okay. Because well, I figure we'll just start talking about records. Yeah. We have enough to talk about. And we played Rock, Paper, Scissors before the we show. We did. Yeah, we did. And I was victorious. Whew. Breaking yeah, my did. slump that I had for a while. Was it a slump? I can't remember... Scott, if I don't win every time, to me it's a slump. You you I was gonna say you run the you won the Broadway one. I don't think I did. Yeah, you got Hamilton. Oh yeah, I did. Well, did I? Yeah. I, mean, I know I got Hamilton. What was your first pick? My first pick was uh Rent. Oh yeah. Yeah, you got the first pick. Because otherwise I would have picked Hamilton. That's as what my I did. Because I asked you. I said I said, were you gonna take Hamilton if I didn't? You said yeah. And I said, all right, well, I gotta get take it for value. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, it's still a slump in my mind because I didn't <laughs> I didn't lose the one before it. It's still or I didn't win the one before. So it's still a slump in my mind. Okay, gotcha. I need to win all of them. I, if I lose one, I feel like I have lost 50 in a row and it bothers me. One of these days I'm going to go through and see who's, who's won more rock, paper, scissors between us for Good these luck. drafts. Good luck. If if you love listening to this that much, I could give you some homework <laughs> of things that I need you to mark so I can go in and cut like some stuff to put a like a super comp together. Sweet. But all right, so I got the first pick. You have the first pick, yes. And I thought of many different ways to go with this draft. Yeah, if I had first pick, I was going to uh, – I had – I, I had a thing that I was going to play the game slightly. I'm struggling because yeah. there's there's like two, personally, there's two really big ones that I kind of need both. But there's also one that I feel like I need to protect from you. See? <laughs> I, feel I know. Like I, need it. I feel the same way. So, man. Yeah, it's tough. It's funny because we put so much weight on <laughs> on what we gotta like what we have to have, but there's this other one that the other one might take. I think I need to take the one that upon listening through the discography mm-hmm. was the first one that I was like, this is the one. Even if I may have records rated higher than this one. Oh wow. But this is the first one that I was like, this is the one. This is my one overall. Okay. It's Punk and Drublick. 
Okay. I needed to take Punkadrublic. Linoleum is a go-to no effects track. Like that is one of their seminal tracks. I think if you hit yes. shuffle all on Amazon Music, that is the first song that's the play first one that'll pop up most every time. of the time. Yeah. Don't call me white is yeah. a major part for me. It was on Punkarama One. It was their song on Punkarama One. Was it? And my cousin's name was White, and he was a few <laughs> years older than me. <laughs> right. So like when we were hanging out on like if we would be at the park with like mixed company and somebody would refer to me as White, also I would think of this track every time. Yeah. Like, don't call me white. Don't because because my last name is white, white. Also, I need to I guess clarify that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not because I am a white guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Although it is weird that I have a lot of old dart jackets for my dad cuz he was called White Man. Oh. So all of his dart jackets have embroidered the name White Man. White Man? Nice. So then if I wear it, great. I think it's a sick vintage coat, but I wear it it feels weird. Yeah. I'm the white man. I don't want to. I don't. <laughs> right. I, I'm not out here trying to be white man. That's not yeah. what I'm trying to do. Yeah. This album exemplifies the punk that I want. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is the style of punk. Like it is that skate punk. There's a hard yeah. punk edge to it, but there's enough melody and and pop in there. Even though this isn't close to their pop that they get, this is still yeah, a no. pretty straightforward punk record. The punk that I want. Ninety four feels early for that. Like, like, don't call me white, maybe because it's on that first punkorama, and I work in the punkoramas as, like, one wave, basically. It feels mm-hmm. like that, so maybe yeah. that's what it is. I'm also not throwing out that no effects influenced every band that I was into at hey, that point. They that's, probably that's a possibility. They probably did. I also want to um, admit right here, the bruise, yeah. until this week, Scott, didn't know it meant Hebrews. Oh no! No, had no fu- didn't didn't even cross my mind. I'd sung, I'd sing that song. I'd sing along. <laughs> we are the bros. <laughs> I, I had no idea. I thought it was like a family of alcoholics. Like, like that's what yeah. that's what my head was. <laughs> had no idea it was Hebrew. No, oh, not man. didn't even didn't even tickle anything to think that one more in. And I love it. I yeah. love it more. I genuinely thought it was beer related. Like, I so thought funny. that's all it meant was beer related. That's so funny. But that song's incredible. The yeah, Bruce it's super. Incredible. Yeah. Also, Rico is another god tier no effects track to me. It's super good. Another god tier. No I track. I really love Punk Guy off this record. I love the Cause. That's a really good song too. Great pick. I think that's probably most people's number one no effects pick. I think so too, and I get why. Yeah. And again, it's my first pick. Like I'm yeah. I'm 100%. You're guilty of it. Now you're guilty of it. But it is not <laughs> the highest no effects rated album I have. I there's actually I think two I have higher than that. Oh man. So Scott, my first pick's done. I took Punk yeah. and Drublick. So tell me what are you getting your number 1 or would you have went with Punk and Drublick? No, that wasn't the one I was going to go with. So you're getting your number 1 then. Right, but I don't know which number 1 to go with. Either way, you're getting one of them. I am, and and that's fantastic. And I hope it's not one that I want. Let's be real. I I understand, and I'm I still have to decide whether I'm playing the game now or not. I kind of did, so use that as you will, I guess. Right. You kind of threw me with Punk and Drublick. I'm being honest. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna protect one that I think you would pick over the other one that I would pick. Okay. So we're, I'm gonna go with the War on Errorism. Now, Scott, NoFX has 15 records. Do you think you want to take a different one? I think there's a different one you could take. You don't need to take that one. <laughs> no, that was, 
That you was don't, the one. You don't need to take that one. You could take a different one, Scott. There's there's 14 <laughs> albums. There's 13 other albums you could take. You're right. I think one of those 13 want I think you want one of those other 13 more. So that was one, huh? Yeah, that's definitely one yeah. that's up there for me. I yeah, it's a big one. So Scott, yeah. why did you choose Warnerism? I, I love everything about it. I think it's I think it's fantastic. Um, I love the start of it with the uh hey kids, what do you want to do today? I, I want to go know. to the punk rock show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then just kicks into the separated uh, the separation of church and state. Franco on American was really big at the time because this was George W. Bush era, and this was no effects coming out against everything governmental. This fit perfectly into that wave of skate punk, pop punk that was yeah. that was political, and yeah, it was easy. For some reason, like everybody could go after George you could just W. Dunk on him. It's weird. Yeah, it was great, and I think this is why some of us had that thought whenever Donald Trump was elected that we were like, "Oh, this is gonna be great for Man, punk I, music." I for real like that's exactly what I wanted from punk when Trump got elected. That's why and you it, voted for him. Yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, folks. Let me <laughs> let me just put a stamp on that one for sure. <laughs> Did not happen. Yeah, no, that that was like after it happened, that was what I could see as the maybe only potential bright spot. Yeah. yeah, my my first thought was I can't wait to see what no effects does with this. And all they did was put Trump's face on the new cover of the war on errorism. Yeah. And I was like, and, oh, and the other band that we expected to do something anti-flag didn't really didn't do anything do either much either. It was. Yeah. I feel like there were just so many more. There were so many more fires to fight. It felt like. Yeah. Than, yeah. There was no time to what you're just fucking making music. Go fucking donate some money and some time, dickhead. Like, what are right. we doing? <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, this this album, fantastic. I love Anarchy Camp. Mm-hmm. It's super fun. Yeah, we got two jealous agains. It's fantastic. 13 stitches. I love the B side of this record. 13 uh, stitches is amazing. Yeah, super, super good. Uh, and I love Whoops IOD as a closer. So my my only question about this record. Yeah. Is she nubs? Is that okay? She's nubs? Like, is nubs? She came out saying that she's okay with it. Okay. So it's fine. Like, listening to it, I was like, I don't know where this sits. I don't know if I'm allowed to be, because I was singing along, because that was one of my favorite songs from this record. Yeah. And I was just like, I I don't know where this sits. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to play this one close to the vest. Right. I'm not going to be out there singing this in public. No, she, she said that she's, she digs it. Okay. Okay. Um, And uh, then as a, growing older punk guy mattersville just hits hard mm-hmm. i want to spend my golden years in mattersville davy havoc lives next door to me eric melvin lives next door to me davy had havoc's house is painted black that's right are you sure you don't want to choose a different record i'm pretty sure this is my number one pick all right i guess so i guess i'll allow it i mean i have no say <laughs> in it. i have Thanks, no say buddy. in it thanks but i tried i tried my best to talk you out of it yeah no uh that was one i really I really had to get because I love that record. I loved it when it came out and listening through again this week. Yeah, that one, that one's a banger. That record is a lot of nostalgia for me. A lot of no effects nostalgia is built yeah. into that record. Like there might not be another record that I listened to. Well, there was, there was, might be one more, but there's not many of their records that I will listen to. And it'll automatically bring me back to a place. Like, yeah, I'm like oh, sure. I remember exactly where I was listening to this record all the time. Yeah. 
So then my second pick, and I guess it's I guess you would have probably got Warren Arism anyway, because I needed this record. This was the this is my top rated no effects record. I don't know if that's a hot take. Oh man. I don't know. I don't know if this is I'm off the walls. I to me I'm honestly this, really worried that you're gonna pick my favorite one. Well, let me okay, let me read what I have here and then you tell me if you okay. think it's the one. Okay. This has some of the same slick songwriting they've been working with. But I feel like it has more of a no effects feel on it. Okay. Um, okay, that's can't say that. That's a song. That's a song. That's a song. Um, <laughs> I can't read this without the songs. <laughs> All time favorite no effect track on here. Okay, I can't read any more of this. Okay, I have it. no. I I can't say whether I think it is yeah, or not. That that was a failure of an experiment we just did. There. <laughs> it was rough. I'm taking coaster. Okay. I need coaster. Coaster is my favorite no effects record. It's my top rated no effects record. You know, I prefer Frisbee, but same record, Scott. <laughs> I think the record is only called Coaster. It was only Frisbee for the promotional vinyl. Again, we will get to this probably in some other albums, but there there there's a time where they were doing this really slick songwriting. Like it yeah. was super super slick and tight songwriting. But this one felt like it took that and added some more no effects in. We called America's a great opener. Love it. I love the love opener. It. Yeah. First call is a no effect song to its DNA. Like you could trace <laughs> right? that thing down to the DNA and yeah, that is a no effect song. For sure. My Orphan Year has so much heart. That's the big one for me. Like there's so much in it. It's crazy. Yeah. And if then it's if you've ever had the urge to cry at a no effect song, <laughs> yes. that's the one. <laughs> uh there's another. There's there's at least one or two others. I have I, I have a few others, but that that one That's a big one. Yeah, that's a big one. And then it's followed up immediately immediately by Blasphemy of Victimous Crime, and that's magnificent. Like, yeah. th- those back to back is crazy. Creeping Out Sarah is one of my all time favorites to the point where Stick and I tried to cover it when we were doing like that shitty lo fi, like punk cover record. Mm. And I, it took me, I don't know, all of five seconds to realize that there's a lot of words in that song that I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I thought I knew a bunch of them, and then it started, and we, because we were just flying. Like, it was like, what do you want to do? That one? All right, we'll go. And he would play it, and we would just go. And yeah, it, uh, it was a failure. I could not get it. <laughs> and the song's very vocal driven. Yeah. So if you don't know the words, the song's you're, not going to go out. anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. Eddie Bruce and Paul's brilliant. Yeah. Eddie Bruce and Paul's brilliant. Best God in Show is great. Agony of Victory could be a 10, if not for the R word. The R word's in there. And yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah, it, it's a it bummer. threw me off a little bit. If, if I'm being honest, it pushed it down in my ranking a bit. That that might be what keeps this record from a 10 for me, I think. Oh, okay. Like, it's this record is so good to me. And yeah, I'm an alcoholic is such a lounge banger into, <laughs> yeah. into like classic no effect sound. It's, yeah. it's great. Yeah. And I think this is the first one that Bill Stevenson solo produced. I'm not 100% sure. I love Bill Stevenson. I know you would. And I, I that's the only reason I would have written it down, because yep. I don't care either way. <laughs> well, he's a massive producer. Mm-hmm. He's drummer for my favorite band, Descendants. Mm-hmm. He was the drummer for Black Flag. He lived through a massive tumor operation in his brain. He's And he's a friggin' machine. The dude is he's phenomenal. And behind the kit, he looks like it's just nothing. Just nothing to play these drums. <laughs> and he just he's he murders it. 
Sorry, didn't mean to go on a. a You're good. This is the Bill Stevenson cast. I, oh, I, I man. The only reason I wrote we'll it down do is it. because I knew that you would. If you didn't know that piece of information, you would enjoy that piece of information. Yeah, that's awesome. So coaster, Scott. My my second pick overall, or no, my second of my picks, but yeah. also my highest rated no effects album. I gotcha. love it so much. Fantastic. So you got both your number ones then, Scott. Yes. So I, what's I your give my other one? What's your other number one? This one is, I think, the first quote unquote new no effects record I picked up. Okay. So it has a lot of nostalgia for me. And I love every song front to back, plus the extra track at the end. I'm going with So Long and Thanks for All the Shoes. Okay. I I, I am so okay with that. You're, it, <laughs> I'm that so happy. You're good with. I wish you would have taken that number one, because then I could have snuck War on Errorism, maybe. I That's why I took the War on Errorism <laughs> first. Yeah. You could have taken, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, you could probably take it in this fourth round. I I kind of thought so. I, I had a feeling you wouldn't have as much invested in this one as I do. I think this might have been one I never heard. Really? I think so. I love it. It's My Job to Keep Punk Rock Elite is a fantastic opener. I think it's hilarious. Uh, I think it's gatekeeping before gatekeeping was a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just funny to be that way to me. Um, Kids of the K-Hole. I I think I heard that on a comp somewhere before, maybe. The the bass on that track is unreal. It's so, it's, it's so good. It's so good. Murder the Government is the only track off of here that I knew. Really? Yeah. We list off the songs that we love on mm-hmm. all these. I'm just gonna list off every single song on this album. That's what I that's what I could have that's I basically did that with Coaster. <laughs> yeah. Monosyllabic Girl is hilarious. I think it's I think it's so funny. 180 degrees, all out of angst. I'm telling Tim. I love the uh, Champs-Élysées song. It's like a really re- well-known French pop song that no effects putting their spin on it was funny to me. And at the time that this came out, I think I was in French class. Okay. Uh, so it, it really, yeah, really funny. Kill rock stars, eat the meek. But one of the biggest songs for me off this record is The Desperation's Gone, mm-hmm. where they're talking about how, sure, it's the same three chords the same forbidden beat but the desperation's gone like punk rock is not the same as it used to be scott you want to know why this album probably never hit me at all what's that look at what year it came out it was 97 i know so like by time i was getting into this music and if i would be going back i was just going back farther to like punk and drublick yeah (laughs) so i was i was 15 when this came out yeah, it was it was too close to when I was getting into this because I was yeah. listening to the new stuff, which Warren Errorism is probably the first new record by them I picked up. Gotcha. I would say, yeah, I would say Warren Errorism is. So then when I went back, I was like, I'm not going to listen to two records ago. I'm going to go back farther and listen to what is considered their greatest, I guess. Right. At the time, at least. And yeah, probably no. still. I, th- I think Punk and Drublick is probably still considered their greatest. But for me, it's it's so long. Thanks for all the shoes. This record front to back. I love and then I love El Jefe doing uh, the impersonations at the end. I think it's funny, like the the secret track or whatever. And he he does like Popeye and like all the cartoon character voices. Isn't this one it. where Howard Stern's talking shit on them at the end? Also, is it? I think it is. It might be. I love that too. It's it's excellent. It's excellent. it's so fantastic. 
Yeah. It, what was it? No effects? You call them no talent or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Fucking excellent. That's yeah. excellent. Yeah. And then to throw it on your record, just be like, eh. yeah. Fuck Howard I th- Stern. I think I think murder the government would be one that I downloaded from you know your Napsters, your Tazas, yeah. your LimeWire, LimeWire, your Bear Shares, one of those. Oh yeah. So that that's where I would have got that. I would just like been looking for no effects songs, and you're gonna download a song called Murder the Government. It's you're not gonna oh, yeah. not download a song called Murder the Government. Right. To me, it's a it's a super fast, quick record. It's it's really great. It's it. But it 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 doesn't do enough for me to raise it above that really good solid record. It's a really good solid record. Sure. For me personally, I mean, I love Murder the Government, but there's nothing that goes, oh, this is this is this oh, one. Man. This is the reason. All of it does for me, and they just put out a new pressing of it. Like I have an old, just black pressing of it. Yeah. They put out a new pressing of it that's like the Neapolitan in wax. You're picking up. I've questioned it a few times. Is I don't your, double up on vinyl usually, but that one almost had me. The um the one you have, is it like a first pressing or is it just a random black pressing? It might be just a random black pressing. I'm sure I didn't get one that was original. Well, I was going to say, I mean, if you want to cut a deal and I could take that for a, a fraction of the price to help you <laughs> help you supplement, help you supplement this colored vinyl in your in your business, I'd be fine. Oh, actually, mine's green translucent. I was unaware. Even better. I was unaware. Even was, better. It was from 2010, and holy cow, on Discogs, I did not realize. No, you don't see that. that. You don't see that. Fraction of the price. Fraction Oof. of the price. Highest, <laughs> highest selling, 130 Fraction of the price. Dang. Fraction. When 130 though? 2019? I hate when it does that shit. Like, one wouldn't have sold for five years, and they still think it's worth that. Yeah. Uh, does it tell? No, it's September 11th, 2022. Oh, never forget. Yeah, so weird, weird date to be buying a no effects record. Moving moving on to my next pick, I guess, Scott. Yeah, your third pick. Uh let me uh, Man, I'm feeling good right now. Yeah. Um I'm, I'm glad fantastic. I'm glad you got both your first, even though I wanted one of them. But <laughs> I guess now I just gotta do that thing where I'm follow your ratings. I'm fo- I'm following my ratings, and this is a record that I hadn't heard before this week. You hadn't heard before. No, okay. This was a new listen for me this week. I had not heard it before. And wow. Like it, it the album and some of these tracks individually knocked my socks off. I'm going to take self-entitled. Yeah. Self-entitled did something for me this week. So I, I listened to it. I picked it up when it came out. Wasn't thrilled. Okay. Went through and listened to it this week. Man, it really hit. I don't, I don't know what happened. It, I, this is the first time I, I heard yeah. it. And I was like, what's different? Because no effects has the no effects sound in every album. Yes. To, to to whatever extent that sound is there, it's still there. But for some reason, self-entitled really hit for me. 72 Hookers is an insanely... <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. It's such a perfect mix of political humor and pop punk that that's no effects to the core. Like yeah. that is... That song could be the epitome of no effects. Yeah. I believe in Goddess is very bad religion feeling. Like there's moments of that song very. where I'm like, wow, this is just a bad religion song. I half wonder if that was if they put that out or they wrote that after they went on that big long punk and drublick tour with Bad Religion. Okay. Because they were the two main headliners and they spent a lot of time together. <laughs> and they heard it and they were like, yeah, let's make a Bad Religion track. Yeah. Yeah. Bill Stevenson completely produced this thing again. And I think that might be 
uh, why these last two, like those sound, there's a little, there's a little sound changes. that did something to me between coaster and self entitled. Yeah. So I think Bill Stevenson played a part in that, a heavy part. They slow it down a bit here and there on this one, which is great. Mm-hmm. Cause some of these no effects tracks, they keep you with such an RPM that when it's over, you kind of feel like you didn't even listen to anything. Cause it's all, yeah. the, it, it's just straight through no effects. Just fodder. go. Yeah. yeah, just go. Yeah. So it's nice when they slow it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Sell out is solid. My sycophant others is such a lesson in pop punk singing and songwriting structure. Like that, if you want a pop punk song, look up My Sycophant Others because holy shit, is that a pop punk yeah. blueprint? <laughs> Write it down. Right. I got one jealous again. Again, it is wildly heartfelt and real. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, I, it's it's the follow-up to we got. Uh, we got two jealous agains yeah. off of the war on aerism and man, is it, it, does it hurt? Yeah. I think it might be one of their best ever. Like yeah. that is, that is one of those songs. It's, it's, it's such a great album. And the fact that I never heard it before and was exposed I'm to it surprised. like this, I was like, wow, this is another level of no effects that I didn't know existed. Yeah. But the, I don't know why I liked Coaster so much and then never checked Listen out self-entitled. self-entitled. Yeah, that is a weird that is a what's weird the, situation. What's the years on these? So Coaster was Coaster 09. came out 2009, self-entitled well, came out that, 2012. That would probably be why. I I didn't really have my finger on a lot of non in 2012 I was probably like listening to a lot of mainstream stuff. Yeah. And I probably didn't even know that was out cuz I didn't have my finger on new releases at the time at all. Right. And yeah, it's weird though because I love that it. That is Coaster. really yeah, that is really weird. Love it though. Love it. Love self entitled. I'm glad it hit you the way it hit me too. Yeah, it just surprised me. Mm-hmm. Like I remember it coming out and being like, it's no effects. Yeah. But then this week I was listening to it and I was like, oh man, that's really, really good. I had no expectations for any of these other than my normal no effects expectations. And then yeah. whether whether they succeeded to me of being no effects, but right. self entitled went above and beyond for me. Scott, what's your third pick? Oof. I am really torn between two right now, and they are on my tier list that I did. They're on the same. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm gonna go with uh, Pump of the Valium. Yeah. 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 Saw that coming. Uh, yeah. I I love it. I think it's fantastic. Just the right amount of inappropriate and funny, and there is a definite era of no effects that i absolutely love and it's these three records that i've just picked Mm -hmm. (laughs) because they come one right after another and now for something completely similar is a hilarious opening because it sounds almost exactly like linoleum and then take two placebos and call me lame fantastic uh what's the matter with parents today is hilarious it also I, hits a little hard. What's the matter with parents today? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's there's parts of that that can really hit you hard. If you dig into that thing. Yeah, pharmacist daughter. I love bottles to the ground. I love dinosaurs will die. Is great. It's so good. And then uh, there's also I, a slightly harder edge on that one. I think that that helped me out with yeah that. Uh, and then my vagina is just. It's, it's I so, thought it's so wild. I thought that that song would age so poorly and somehow but it didn't so relevant. Somehow it didn't age poorly <laughs> at all. And right? I loved it. Yeah. I was blown away by how I'm, I'm listening to it. I'm like, this is still fucking great. Yeah. It's so funny. 
I'm going to be I, honest. I think that song taught me some things about vaginas. <laughs> going to be 100% honest with you, Scott. Yeah. Let's see. What the, what year Pop Up the Volume come out? 2000. 2000. Yeah. Scott, that yeah. thing taught me about vaginas. Yeah. That thing taught me some things about vaginas. Yeah. And uh, I think I just got this on vinyl, what, like a month or two ago, maybe? Okay. I think and was super stoked to get it, finally. I only have one major beef with this record. Oh, what is it? There's a track that NoFX wrote and put out on Punkorama 5 called Pump Up the Volume. It's oh, not on it's not this on album. Yeah. It's not on any of their records, Scott. Yeah, nope. That's that is probably one of my favorite NoFX songs of all time. That and it's never been no. it's probably on one of their singles. It's on Punkorama 5. Yeah. Yeah, yep. wild. I'll tell you how many times that I probably went into this album wanting that song. Thinking that that song was on there. Yeah. I should download it and add it onto the and playlist it, with yep, it. That's because right at the holy end. fuck, does it piss me off that it's not on here. Right at the end. It's the name of the album. <laughs> I know. Put it on the record, dickheads. <laughs> it's Fat Mike Dick with me again. Exactly. That's what he does. But yeah, I I love the record. I think it's... Uh, oh man clams have feelings too actually they don't is such a hilarious track to me there's a lot of sing-along bad religion choruses in this one too oh yeah there's this is right in, this is right in that era man mm-hmm. this is and uh bad religion came out with the new america right at this time uh which had a bunch of sing-along choruses it was just prime time for me to be listening to epitaph releases I was listening to Punkaramas and not getting the. That, that's why I didn't fucking go with No Effects because they wouldn't put their fucking songs on the records. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. What's the point? Okay, I'm going to continue on this fucking. Yeah, let's box. do it. What's the point of having a track on a compilation record, an album, yeah. a record label's compilation record? Yeah. And then you can't buy that track on a record from that label? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I could see if Fat Records put out the the compilation no yeah. it was epitaph it was you would think they include that song on the record to have people that heard it and like it buy the record no it's tricking them into buying the record don't trick anything oh god damn it pisses me off <laughs> so fucking heated about it i've been salty about that for years years years, years. and years it still eats me and and listening to these albums through this week reinvigorated that Gotcha. I was like, this son of a bitch. They didn't fucking put it on there. <laughs> so mad. I think Pump Up the Volume would have probably been my next pick, if I'm being honest. Yeah. So you made my next pick easier. Okay. And I, and I do appreciate that. So I know where don't I can pick go. pick the other one I wanted. Well, I don't know, Scott. I don't know what one you want. If it's in that same run, I, I think you're safe. So, weird. Another no effects record I haven't heard until this week. Man, you're just loving the new stuff. I I guess so. First Stitch Effort is what I'm taking. Yeah, that was the next one I wanted. Six Years in Dope may be their best album opener. Period. Absolutely love it. It might be the best opener for an album they have. Yeah. It's so good. This is where I sat, like with this record, instead of having the three killer tracks that they had on a lot of other records, and then, yeah. the, then like maybe some of the other tracks, feeling like filler, filler that you enjoy, but filler nonetheless. Yeah. I think they spread that out along this record. Like there's not those definitive out front songs, but the whole record feels more complete. It feels like a more even keel record. Sure. Yeah. I think it's crazy that they hadn't lost anything to this point in their career. Like this is what? 2016. 
later 2016 than yeah no it's 2016 2016 yep. i pulled that out of nowhere i pulled that out of <laughs> no knowledge scott i had no clue when this thing came killed out. it and the fact that they hadn't lost anything from even if you go from their first record release 88 88 to 2016 and you're yeah. you still sound like you and you're still putting out decent renditions yeah albeit to me good renditions of what you do i think it's incredible i just think it's incredible also, adding elements like female vocal here and there for me did so much. Like, oh, yeah. there's a female vocal on a couple tracks, and just like, wow, that there's a little dimension in there for me, a little something <laughs> else. I'll yeah. take that day in and day out. I'm so sorry, Tony is a tough. That song. one hits. That one hits me real, it's real hard. A tough song. It's so good, but it's so emotional and deep. Yeah, you haven't listened to No Use for a Name yet. Only a couple tracks. Just, I, I was gonna say, a just a couple comp tracks. Yeah, they're on the list for you. And Tony Sly was the singer songwriter for No Use for a Name. Okay, and that track is about is about him. Okay, and man, it yeah, it kills me. It kills me. It's tough. Yeah, and, and take on Generation Z. To me, it feels it feels higher than a No Effects track. Like it feels like an elevated version of no effects i don't know how to maybe it seems more elevated is all i got because i don't yeah. want to talk down to some of their other stuff and say this feels intelligent because some of their other stuff is very intelligent yeah but this just feels like there was maybe so much intent put into it yeah and i think i, th I, think I wonder magical. if it's the kids at the end possibly possibly like kind of felt like passing the torch a bit and it added more of an art aspect to it yeah this is a straightforward song but kudos to no effects for that song because holy shit man yeah it's it, super good i was not expecting it i love oxymoronic on this record i okay. think that one's super intelligent uh if you look into the lyrics in that one there's just so much going on there mm -hmm. um happy father's day is another rough track yeah to get through i don't like me anymore there's a lot of really depressing material on this record. Yeah, but they still temper it with the no effects energy. Slightly. This this is where I have to uh I can't dig into this one too much because it it gets me emotionally. Okay. But it's it's a tough one. But I I, I think I love that it. may play into how no effects fits into my listening. Cause I don't like if I want something that's going to touch me emotionally, I don't go to no effects. Yeah, neither so, do I. So, but I mean, I'm not like those emotions, even listening to this aren't quite as open in me when I'm listening because I'm, right. I'm listening to no effects for a different reason. Yeah. That's, that's probably why this thing uh, attacks you more than it does me. And cause you know, some of the personal stuff with Tony and that, yeah. like you knew, you knew the background where I'm listening to the song at face value. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's super good. This was the other one I was debating between uh, Pump Up the Volume and, and that one. First well, it's ever. If you would have taken that, I would have probably taken Pump Up the Volume. See? So we would just swapped. Yeah, we would have. So what's your fourth pick, Scott? I'll go with uh, with White Trash, Two Heaps, and a Bean. Okay. I think it's kind of one of their more classic ones. I think taking this so late in the draft is a hot take. I think a lot of people look at this as one of their, like, god tier no effects records it didn't hit me as hard listening this week as it used to okay like don't get me wrong i still love uh sticking in my eye and bob and straight edge bob is absolutely one of the best no effects tracks like that's yeah. that's on that's on on their tier list of tracks that's up there like that like there's yeah. no chance they're playing that in pittsburgh um 
<laughs> straight edge right. gets me because as you know i was straight edge for yeah. quite quite a quite a while yeah it's still a great record it just fell off a bit for me okay i don't hesitate taking it but it wasn't as high but it wasn't as expecting. high as yeah when we first talked about doing this draft i had two that were or i had three that were up top okay it was punk and drublick white trash two heaps and a bean and so long and thanks for all the shoes Wow, Warren Arizona took it over. But yeah, I guess you played a little bit of the game. I played a little bit of the game with that one. But listening through everything this week, White Trash 2 Heaps and Bean really kind of fell off for me. Okay. But it's still super good. It's still them kind of realizing their sound. Yeah, this is this is the NoFX turn into what NoFX will be for the next 20 years. Right. It's still super good. It's still NoFX. I love the, and the, I think this is what you're talking about where NoFX feels like NoFX more in this. It, it's that they have almost concept comedy tracks. They give you the basis for the scene of the track and then like tell you what is happening in the track. Right. And that is kind of a calling card of NoFX moving forward. Yeah. Uh, please play the song on the radio is hilarious. It's excellent. Because it starts off like it could be a radio yeah. jam. And <laughs> yes. then they're like, no, never mind. Yeah. And they just switch it up third verse. I love that. It's so good. Yeah. I want to be your baby is a surprise <laughs> so... unknown for me. I don't think I knew that track before this week. Oh, you didn't? No. So like listening to that. By the way, I had all these up until Warren Airism. I had the complete discography on my iPod. But oh, okay. as you know, I was not a full album guy. You were not. Many yeah. Many years. You were just random and i would just hit shuffle like if i wanted no effects i would hit shuffle on no effects so yeah some of these that's all i did here and i didn't know that one i loved it it was the first unknown in their discography for me like the first unknown track that i oh, was wow. the first unknown track that i loved let's put it that way gotcha and, and then, then uh bugly, bugly eyes, eyes got me too <laughs> look at that it yeah. got me man. it's so good it's, it's a that's it's a great album white trash yeah. do heaps and a bean is great and i for years even still now it feels weird saying bean but is the name of the uh, name yeah of the record. it's the name of the record and again, I didn't know if I was allowed to say it heaps. I still don't know. <laughs> yeah. I still it's the title don't of the record. Know. Yeah, title of the record. And uh, nobody cut that out for any other purposes, purposes of me saying those words and just say this guy's shouting these words on his podcast <laughs> right. for no reason. Right. So my final pick. Final pick. And yes, Scott, we're no, we're not. No, I'm. <laughs> we're leaving five records off the board today. Let me tell you, there were five records I laid off. I kept off the playlist. Okay. I'm wondering if I'm going to take one that you did. You haven't so far. Okay. So I'm going to take an album that may have had the most hype for me going in because I didn't remember it. Mm. And somebody, shout out Greg, told me that it's his favorite. It might be his favorite record or it's his favorite era, like in this in this realm. So then when it came up and I didn't remember, I was like, all right, let's let's see how this how this lives up to this because I had I had expectations in my head and it did. It's Wolves and Wolves Club. I knew it. I yeah. I think this is the culmination of No Effects's writing. Like this record itself, everything comes together. The songs are complete full tracks. There's not like little offshoots where it's a little like a little skit of a song. It's a complete full tracks to make a complete full album. I think that it hurts them a little bit that it's that though. <laughs> like to me. Okay. To me, they need to have those little things in there because that's what kind of like they add the no effects seasoning to it. Right. Somehow it doesn't feel so much no effects to be so smooth and clean and cohesive. Like there needs to be a, oh, what's this weird choice that's done here? Like that, that to me is no effects. Mm -hmm. 
it feels a little bit more generic than most NoFX records. Like it feels like somebody doing an imitation of NoFX, doing it very well. Yeah. But doing an imitation of NoFX. It almost feels too good. It's hard. It's weird to say, but in this genre, in a band with a band like NoFX, it feels um, it's it's almost performed too well to be NoFX. I think that might be why it doesn't hit for me. Okay. Like this is one. Like this isn't one that I cut off the playlist. Yeah. But this is one that I had to keep trying because I've I've heard so many talk, so many people talk so highly about this record, and I'm just like, why? don't i get it don't get me wrong there's a couple of songs on here that i love i love uh seeing double at the triple rock i think it's fantastic mm-hmm. but overall it just doesn't like i listen to other bands for that like quote unquote smooth punk which is yeah it feels more smooth than anything yeah i think some of their best songs in, ter- in terms of composition and the back end of this feels much more no effectsy. Like the, mm-hmm. the 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 A side is, I think, what you don't get down with as much. And then the B side, I think, you maybe that's what it is. More no effectsy. Yeah, it makes me feel weird though. The album definitely makes me feel weird, and I think yeah. it's because it seems too good. Like for because for so long we were all like, they're not going to do anything like this because it could make it potentially more palatable for the non no effects or non punk skate punk pop punk fan. Yeah. And then it happens and we were all like, oh, it is great though. But why does it feel like it just doesn't feel right? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And for real, like this week, I don't think I listened to it any more than I listened to any other record, but Mm -hmm. I paid more attention to it listening to this one because I was just, it confused me. (laughs) It was weird. It was a weird. Why, why is this so weird feeling? And I just couldn't, I I couldn't latch on. I wonder if that one could have done with our what's going on in music at the time to help it. Like if we dug into that one particularly and we're like, what was coming out? What other right. albums hit? Maybe there was maybe else that... maybe that's like, oh, this is why this happened. But without yeah. that context, we both felt the same way. It felt weird. yeah. It was just, it just felt really strange. Yeah, yeah. So Scott, your final pick, and then you can. So if I didn't take one of the five you didn't want, this is an easy pick for you because after you choose this, the five that you gave up on yeah. are not picked. So the world will know that you <laughs> hate these other five no effects records, Scott. Yeah, that's fine. I'll 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 shout it from the rooftops. Okay. Please, Scott, what's your last pick? There is one more record that I enjoyed more than the rest. Okay. But I'm not taking it because I'm gonna take their EP Surfer. You bastard. I know. I know. I cheat. I should have cheated then and chose that fucking comp record. Because <laughs> that would have got me the songs that I wanted from fucking War and Errorism. Yeah, you could have. I wasn't <laughs> no. stopping you. I'm fine, Scott. I play by the rules here. Oh, I don't. I, I shit on the rules. Yeah, I know. I'm no effects. Uh... <laughs> Except for in Wolves and Wolves Clothing. That one, I, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> okay. Uh, but uh, I loved this EP. It is... 14 songs long 13 minutes and 33 seconds long yeah and the cover art is like a rendition of my favorite bad religion album the title of the album or the ep is surfer where my favorite bad religion record is suffer and then i heard or i read something that fat mike wrote all of these songs in like two days gave the band like 
like just enough time to learn them and then recorded them and put them out. <laughs> and it's so good. I, three on speed is fantastic. Party enema is hilarious. Can't get the stink out. Go to work wasted. Fuck the kids is so funny. Woe on the woes is hilarious. And then even more hilarious because later on in NoFX discography, they start using woes pretty heavy. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's just funny. Uh, it sounded like you just read the set list from when they played Pittsburgh because I didn't recognize one of those songs. Uh, oh, man, I would have loved it. Then. <laughs> I would have absolutely loved it. But all of these songs are on that 45, 46 on that comp, except for. Then I definitely know those. Yeah, you know them, except yeah. for the song Puke on Cops. Okay, it's the only be. one they left off that comp, and is on the the vinyl only okay. pressing of the seven inch. Okay, which I own. Whoa, you know, look at you, yeah, seven inch. Enjoy. Yeah, I ordered a fucking ten inch this week. Uh, yeah, I know you did. That's Put a fucking really record weird. out. That's really weird. Goddamn record out. Uh, but it's it's great. I I love the Surfer EP. If I wasn't cheating, I would have picked it higher in the list. But I had to throw it in as a surprise at the end as a cheat. But okay. uh, yeah, absolutely love it. It's It rips and it's super fast. So just quick lightning round. Don't even talk about it. What was the other record you were going to take that you didn't hate? Ribbed. 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 Ribbed is, yeah. uh, it's where they first, I think, they first found their sound. There's definitely some records I disliked. Oh, man. Okay, okay, no, I'll give it to you. There's there's one record I disliked. The rest I could take, give relief. The rest I could take relief. There's only one I actually disliked. There's five I can't listen to anymore. Okay, we don't. That could, that could be another episode if we want it to be. But no, I, right. I think I think if you said bookend, uh, yeah. I dis I disagree because I think double album's decent. Um, uh, it's the best out of the five, but I, eh, I don't need I don't need it. I don't okay. think it's that good. I mean, I, I got other records right now. In fact, I got 14 other ones I can listen to. But Precisely. Well, about 12 other ones. I got definitely 10 in an EP. For for the wrap-up, Scott, I had first pick. I took Punk and Drublet, Coaster, Self-Entitled, First Ditch Ever, and Wolves and Wolves Clothing. You had the second pick. You took War and Arism, So Long Thanks for All the Shoes, Pump Up the Volume, White Trash, Two Heaps and a Bean, and Surfer EP. Yeah. We left on the board Liberal Animation, S&M Airlines, Heavy Petting Zoo. Worst album. Single album and double album is what we left off the board. Yeah. So, Scott, decent draft, I guess. Hey, I'm happy uh, with what I got. I'm really interested in how recent my picks are. <laughs> like, other than Punk and Drublick, it's all newer. I'm I'm very stuff. surprised. And not 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 ever hearing self-entitled and first to Jever before this week, and they made my top five. Well that's wild. Probably would have been like top six because War on Arizona would have knocked one of them out. Probably. I think I own all of mine on vinyl. That a boy. I actually own single album too, but that was a pre-order mistake. I don't believe I own a single No Effects record. Oh man, <laughs> that's kind of wild. And I just tried to open my Discogs and it said sign in, so they they logged me out. That's always Oof, fun. That's, that's always not fun. fun. All right, so that's not happening. Check either. So Scott, yeah. no effects. We had 15 albums. You li you limited it to 10. So you still had 10 records to listen to though. But other than yeah. those 10, what else are you listening to this week? What's your record of the week? My record of the week is Killer Mike's new album, Michael. I didn't get a whole lot of listening done today this week, uh, aside from no effects, but this album was fantastic. 
I, I think it's amazing. He's got some really, really fantastic features on it. Killer Mike is just a master of the pen. There's a lot of very heartfelt bars, and it's really, really good. So my record of the week may also be a hip-hop record, but Ooh. it may be on the other end of this spectrum. I'm putting <laughs> it on wax right now, Scott. I'm saying it. It's a hill I'm w- willing to die on. Whoa. Bad Baby's album 15 is a good record. <laughs> you did say that to me earlier. It is a week. good record. And I, I I mean, I think her whole persona and what was going on when that record came out and everything overshadowed the record. But sure. it's weird that that record sounds so much like a lot of the major records we're hearing now. Okay. And a lot of those features are pretty big artists now, too. I mean, I guess Yachty was pretty big when when she got him, but he's went a different way musically, completely, almost. Okay. So wait, he put out that like kind of rock record, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. We're not here the, or something like that. The Pink Floyd record. <laughs> sure, yeah, the Pink yeah. Floyd record. But there, I, I I listened to it this week because it was I was on B, I was on Bad for BH, I was oh yeah, alphabetical list. Got to listen to a record, and <laughs> I I like that record, and I think it's a not only is it do I like it and think it's like there are a lot of records I like that are bad. I don't yeah. <laughs> think that's a bad record. I think it is produced perfectly. Mm-hmm. I think it's exactly it's the record she needed to put out. Okay. But the people who enjoy it, I don't think are the people are the people who were avoiding it, which feels even weirder. Wow. They're like the producer that she worked with did that sound and put these songs out. Mm-hmm. But the people who like I feel like are in, would enjoy this type of music were avoiding her almost okay it's interesting i don't know it's a very interesting yeah. case nonetheless but i'm willing to die on the hill that i think it's a good record the catch so, me outside girl so i may have just blown up right now all of my credibility I've ever <laughs> and i'm good with it i don't care this is this is i'll plant my flag in it bad babies 15 is a good record gotcha so scott also left to tell me what we're listening to next week what's on yeah. the agenda what's on the docket so Recently, uh, there's a bit of news that came out. Mike Ness has throat cancer, I believe is throat cancer. Mike Ness, the singer of Social Distortion. Okay. Who you have not listened to yet. Mm-mm. I know one song from Guitar Hero. Yeah. And do you know what song that is? Story of My Life. You're going to get the Social Distortion record, Mommy's Little Monster. Okay. Yeah. It looks like... That was on Guitar Hero Metallica. Oh. And it was a live version of Mommy Little Monster. Okay. And I did not play Guitar Hero Metallica. Gotcha. So, Social D. Yep, Social D. Mommy's Little Monster. And uh hope Mike Ness has a successful operation and treatment. Hope he comes back. Uh, they were about to go on tour, and they were working on a new record, from what I understand. Uh, which is postponed at this point. So, um, yeah. I'm excited to see what you think of this record. It it goes pretty quick. I forget how long it is, but it's not not too bad. Social Distortion have been, I've known the name forever. They've always just kind of been around what I was listening to. Yeah. I know people who listen to Social Distortion, but I never really listened with them. This is an earlier social distortion record. Hold on. 
Like nine songs, 27 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, this is their first record. 27 minutes, Scott. Yeah. We got to make an episode out of 27 minutes. I'm doing it for you. You like short records. I, I'm giving you like the shortest record we've done. Okay. But also know that like that short doesn't leave much room for my thoughts to grow. Oh, I know. Okay. You'll just have to listen over and over again. It's, uh, it, it'll happen. I'll listen. Yeah. This will be the, like some of these tracks will probably be my most listened to tracks of the year <laughs> when, I, when I look it up at the end, because that's how, how many times I'll be listening to it. Okay. So there's distortion. I don't really have any preconceived notions. I just see that little skull guy. Like, does he have a cigar or something? The, know. yeah, the, the skeleton. skeleton with the hat and the cigarette. Yeah. Yep. That's what I see. So, all right. Social distortion. Mommy's little monster. Yeah. Next week. Uh, now, now I'm gonna feel guilty about some records like if you that are like an hour twenty. I, no, it's all right because I have some of those for you too eventually. But I, okay. uh, due to the news, I had to, I had to give you this one. Follow us on Twitter at Pod. Follow us on Instagram at Pod. Send us an email at areyoulistening.pod at gmail.com. Join the Facebook group. Link will be in the show notes. Listen to all the Joyro Media podcasts. Listen to what you enjoy. Listen to what you love. Also listen to something new. That's your homework. Scott, thank you for the episode. Thank you for the podcast. Thank you for the friendship. Thank you, brother. Listeners, thank you for listening. Always. Are you listening? Are you listening? I'm going to be honest. I think that song taught me some things about vaginas. Why is this so weird feeling? I I shit on the rules. Put it on the record, dickheads. It's Fat Mike Dick with me again. I know. I cheat. I, of course I cheated. <laughs>